Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Well, greetings, and welcome to Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I am the host who's Bobby O'Rourke, Bobby O'Rourke. And I am the host that's Dan Conroy. Wait for it, Dan Conroy. Ah, that was suspenseful stuff. I was on the seat of my edge of my boots, saying it myself. (laughs) I wasn't sure what I was going to say until I was saying it. You ever have that, Bobby, like me, where you just say the first thing that comes out of your head and don't think? Yeah, I believe you're an improv comedian. I think that's part and parcel of the gig, is it not? It's a don't think twice scenario. Yeah. Hmm. Although I I don't know if it's great for regular communication, but maybe I should think a little bit harder. I just don't know in regular talking with people like we do here on Greetings, the Greeting Card podcast together. Is there a certain amount of time that I should be thinking ahead of what I'm going to say? Like a couple sentences, a couple of topics. I don't know if I can think that far ahead. Do people do that? Or is everyone just thinking off the skin of their b- b- bottoms? I've heard other podcasts somewhere, particularly news podcasts, spend a lot of time preparing before they go on. And I just don't have that in me. I just think that our genius, and I'm not afraid to say it, Neither goes off of the fact that we both get out of root beer, the glass we were we were swimming in, get on top of this microphone, and we just riff and the people they're they're about it they don't want us to be prepared well-spoken or even likable they just want the raw unhinged talent that we bring to this show and make no mistake i'm not going to try to be any of those things i'm not going to be try. i'm not going to try to be well-loved i'm not going to try to be relatable or compassionate or humorless or dry witty i'm and, and i don't want you to either bobby i want us and a lot of the ding dongs don't know this but if you guys have ever seen like those I feel like they were big in the Poconos, those sort of resort rooms that have a champagne glass shaped hot tub. So imagine those, (laughs) but instead it's a big mug of root beer and it's filled with hot root beer. Bobby and I bought one of those individually and we go to each other's, you know, we bring over some butter flavored pretzels. It's only polite. It's only polite and it's only fair. We pop out of that after a three hour schwitz and then we start the podcast and we don't even... I sometimes forget we do this. Sometimes we send a text to each other like, hey, Monday, today, right? And I'm like, oh, you're right. Doodles. You got to remember this. So sometimes this complete this goes out in out one ear and out the other. And I hope, Bobby, you're the same way. I don't want you to be thinking about this as soon as it comes out. I don't. And here's proof. You just reminded me of a coworker I used to have years ago who was from California. And right I on. remember her having sort of not trouble, but conceptual difficulties with dry humor she had us me and another person once try to explain what dry humor was and the best we can come up with was saying dry humor is humor in which you make no tipping of the hand that it's a joke that was like the best we could do and i wanted to hear what you think about that because her follow-up question was well so what is wet humor (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, Ugh, I wish you didn't say it that way, but uh, oh. I, guess, I guess we have to define that now, too. What is, I think, <laughs> I think the the first thing that came to mind is <laughs> wet humor is every monologue joke that Jay Leno ever did. Yeah, um, yeah no, I don't, I don't exactly like him, but uh, it's kind of like the way he would always start something with. Hey, did you hear? There's uh, the new uh, this new law that they've uh, got in place that uh, 
refrigerators that have uh, liquor bottles in them are supposed to be unlockable by patrons at all times. Hey, somebody don't tell Lindsay Lohan. Like, that is a sloppy joke. That is a sloppy white joke. uh, There's nothing wrong with this man. I'm going to love him forever. But it's it, that that would be my definition of a wet joke because dry humor is like you just said is any joke that could be misconceived for reality or right. like a truth instead of being like a bit and it's That's how much what I thought too and and it is and is dry humor is that leaning more towards what we would call satire as well is satire more often than not dry humor or is that just the kind of satire that i've consumed i guess it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be because there's lots of sequences in airplane for example and that's all satire and spoof and and and, well it's more parody than satire i guess we're gonna get real deep into this but that one is there's a lot of jokes in that that are just lighting people's ties on fire or having folks just jump out of a plane window you know and that yeah yeah. like that's all there or just machines that are whizzing and burring and like doing things they aren't supposed to yeah like right. you know what i guess i was thinking the my first thought in my head of dry humor because i had recently rewatched a mighty wind a movie that mm. i very much enjoy christopher guess yes quite a master of of dry humor I, I would say i would agree and i would say the great majority of his movies are dry humor but what's funny is that one of his earliest films i would argue spinal tap is not very dry in fact that is a very vaudevillian uh mm movie every drummer just blows up it's just (laughs) there's just there there, it it kind of leans more towards absurd although now now i'm getting caught here can dry i guess dry humor can be absurd but then does that make it more wet than other kinds of dry humor because now i'm thinking of like edgar wright you know who did Shaun of the dead hot fuzz a world's end those are all the british movies number one but those are all very dry and played very straight but they're still clearly satires you know hot fuzz particularly is a satire of the cop action genre and all yeah, the yeah, jokes yeah. they never tip their hand at all ever everyone plays every character absolutely straight maybe with exception of nick frost depending on the scene but everyone else is playing absolutely no frills just like this is the character this is who this person is there's no yeah you're right there is no comic break from the reality that we're currently living in i guess that's kind of like it crowd as well right and yeah. all those other shows like that like father ted and black books like they're all the same way like as long as they don't cut the character they don't so this coworker who didn't understand dry humor fair enough of course did they have preferences in comedy themselves or were they not really a comedy person did they they weren't as sophisticated as as you or I, of course, uh, boobs. Um, they were not cool, that sophisticated. Cool, cool boobs. Cool boobs. Yeah, like um, like they're cool. <laughs> well, I just I can't feel believe I recorded that now. Great, that's a soundbite forever. <laughs> there we go. We can just <laughs> the cool boobs soundbite. You know what? If you're listening to this, you can take that. We're giving you full permission. We're not going to charge you a a red cent or a blue cent or a purple cent. You can just take it as is. Yeah. Uh, no, and for the Patreon subscribers, we'll just do it on loop forever and ever and ever. And you can't leave. Once you start, it can't be stopped. Um, yeah, we're going to do a thing where it's like a play along to Finding Dory, but you just listen to the phrase cool boobs over and over over the whole movie. And you have to try to watch the whole thing. You can drink if you want. It's kind of a drinking game in that we encourage you to drink in order to make light the burden of the thing we're making you do. So I don't know. You go ahead. In order to face the existential horrors of existence. Going back to the steel mill that is watching a probably two-hour animated film and just the phrase cool boobs being spoken by two 
two real Bolumbuses like us. Yes. What were, I apologize. So what what did this employee like to watch? So they said they prefer what they termed wet humor, which I think they meant slapstick, vaudevillian, like you said, sort of very clearly that the joke is being made. I don't think that they mention these particularly, but I'm thinking of maybe the less salubrious Adam Sandler films we're much more uh, liking. Okay. And I'm not even yeah, saying yeah. I don't like them. I think Happy Gilmore is great. I think Billy Madison has moments too. I love, love Mr. Deeds. Love um, so I'm not even knocking that, but they clearly were edging that way. And I brought this up because I don't know if you can have a dry humor greeting card. I've seen we've seen wet humor up the wazoo to a fall. We've seen just basically mm. filth, you know, almost pornographic Real trash. levels. Yeah, Real absolutely. trash. Yeah. yeah and I was trying to remember coming here to this sentence whether or not I had ever seen a dry humor uh, greeting card before, and I don't think I have. It's always been. You know, happy birthday, you big old fat piece of shit. Like, and then that's the joke. Like, there's nothing else to it except that. I, yeah, I'm currently, <laughs> I'm currently perusing our former greeting cards and seeing if anything would really fit because I don't think I've ever thought to myself. Well, of course, this is my wet humor card, and this is my dry humor card. <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, I said wet humor. I'm I feel so like I can't I'm, go back from it. I'm so into it. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm actually, I'm actually quite a fan of using the term wet humor for these cards. So I'm currently perusing the Instagram now, which you also can peruse at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at Greetings Cast on Twitter, which is now X according to the news today. So, oh right, <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> scratch that yet. Let's we did say not that. even get Book, to, we bookmark that one. I, did we do? Did we do the F? FDR card with him on a dinosaur or is that oh is that from the lost episodes we have a lot of episodes that we recorded that we never brought out because we ended up making so many episodes and I'm so bad at editing on time that we ended up not using like four episodes so that okay a a veritable treasure trove of episodes it's like national treasure when they go into the small room and you think that that's all the treasure and then they go into the bigger room and this big big treasure yeah and it absolutely takes at least one nick cage in order to get in there either Mm -hmm. one nick cage or preferably no john voights but the that is what you need in order to attain entrance into them so that might be one of the lost ones so would we consider the remember the lady who was covered in fish that we don't think it was consensual (laughs) is that dry humor that feels like that feels like a monty python bit that's like David Lynch, yeah, or like a Monty yeah. Python bit. Or, that's yeah, that's yeah. almost off the. That's off the chart. It's not dry or wet. It's sort of absurd <laughs> and like sensible, and it's clearly on the absurd end. I guess that's the problem is that we because I think there's something about dry humor that can be intelligent. There's something about it that can be very. I was gonna say neurological, like a, like you know, like very. It's like all the synapses and whatnot. There's something. There's something about it that can be very heady. There's some dry humor that can be just very like flat and almost vaudeville. And then it kind of can deal in the surreal or the absurd, which I think Monty Python often did, and yeah. other British humor like it. There's a lot of examples of that. I think Mighty Boosh was a little dry, but at the same time. It was also very like crazy and absurd, depending on which one you're talking about. Same thing with Flight of the Concords. I could be totally off on all these. This is just based on the definition we're working on right now. And to that end, I wonder if from the episode Eyes Are Open, Mind Is Shut, the cat waiter, and that just says seriously. I mean, that might be the driest card we've ever done before. That I might agree. be the driest card that we have that is currently in public. I mean, there might be, maybe we've lost all of our dry humor cards to that, that era when we were recording and I just wasn't editing or, and then I lost them. I I guess it's hard to do dry humor and not simply 
and directly quote Oscar Wilde, you know, someone surely has gotten a birthday card that just has the quote, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about and happy birthday. Like that card must exist somewhere. But even that is, it's like a venerable old dry humor, Oscar Wilde phrase. I, I was just trying to remember, like, I don't think I've ever seen any, or it's been a long time since I've seen anything of that caliber. The problem with Oscar Wilde cards is that they're only acceptable for sympathy genre because they are they always start with sorry you're having a dorian gray day and then they go to the quote that you just mentioned you can only end the the famous janitor themed cards uh, the importance of being furnished uh, oh yeah. you beat me to it also also fantastic if you're doing the greeting cards that we usually like they can either be birthday anniversary or sympathy cards or honestly confirmation cards but they're all based on the jim varney character Ernest. but they also have an oscar wilde quote they're multi-layered so it'll say something along those lines of like the worst thing about being talked about than being talked about is not being talked about and then i in the inside of the cards it goes says know what i mean Vern." And then it says happy birthday. Talk about mixing your dries and your wets to get a nice uh, pulpy brew there. Jim Varney and Oscar Wilde. I have to send you, they actually, Jim Varney actually did a a clip from The Importance of Being Earnest. That was actually a joke he did. Yeah, because Jim Varney is, and this is going to be great for our younger audience, uh, for our (laughs) young... The guy who plays Ernest. Imagine Billie Eilish, but funny. Okay, we're there. We got this. (laughs) You guys know Zendaya? This is not that at all. So Ernest, popular for doing Ernest, goes to camp. Ernest needs a kidney. All those. Um, (laughs) He's also an an accomplished, trained, or was, R.I.P., was a trained classical actor. And there was a variety. no idea. Yeah, yeah. He he did Shakespeare. He did Hamlet. And he did, um, there was a, this was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Shortly after the sketch comedy show, The State aired on MTV, and by that point, I think was over, on Comedy Central, there was a show created by Thomas Lennon, Carrie Kinney, Robert Ben-Garant, Mike Liam Black, basically all the state alumni. Mm. They created a fake European variety show called Viva Variety. You can get a couple of episodes on YouTube. It's a little bit hard and grainy. It's one of those shows that is nearly lost media. I think there are DVDs floating around, but it's really hard to get them. And yeah, they like... Just they would have games like Bjork, Bork or Pork. And you had to decide if the thing they were describing was either was it Robert Bork, Bjork, the performer or Pork, the food. Uh, They'd have these amazing games. They would like uh, they had a song about Miss Pac-Man. And then they did the importance of being earnest with Jim Varney as Ernest. And he it's really good. I'll send it to you later on. Oh, yeah, uh, please do. Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast, I don't know. Look it up. I'm not doing that work for you. Yeah, we're not your mom. We we could be you. You want us to? I'll come over. Wait, I, I mean, I, I got time. I make a mean pastina, if that's something you like. My mom used to make it for me when I was sick. Yeah, I, and I make a mean microwave whole turkey. Um, <laughs> you just got to leave it in there for about four days. It's not bad. Well, like yeah. on high, or do you do slow and low on the microwave? Slow and low in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> you got to put that on popcorn setting and just let it yeah. ride. Are we uh, adding any seasonings, or is that turkey as dry as our humor? <laughs> That's not a wet turkey. Get yourself another tug of root beer and just cover that bird. Really massage it in. Hey, Ernest likes a wet turkey. You got it, and you're cooking it for him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Gross. Well, Dan, speaking of gross, I do have a card for you that is not gross. Oh, uh, good. So, okay. I was nervous. You so were setting as, up for failure. No, actually, as you bring open the card, I will remind our listening audience that if they want to send us a card or talk to us about cards or just 
get our temp on you know the current geopolitical state we are at greetings pod on instagram or at greetings cast on twitter slash x slash we're all leaving there anyway so like why not just party while we while the door's still open um, woo woo yeah post all the hard thoughts you had on land before time mm. before it's too late mine is and we were talking about it before we started recording was that that was one of the first movies that sort of gave me a real breakdown about racism involving dinosaurs mm. Mind yeah. you, I was like a single digit, like not even elementary school yet. So, but yeah, cool boobs out for Twitter. So <laughs> let's talk card here. I am opening the card right now that Bobby's right. provided. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention that this is part three. Should I, should I, should I say it? Yeah, sure. This is part three and probably the last installment. So please enjoy it of the Bob Voyage. Yeah, yeah. The returns have not been great on Bob Voyage 2, Godfather 2. So we're hoping Bob Voyage 3, you know, Rush Hour 3, colon, The Return, uh, <laughs> is, is a good way to close out the series. So this this will probably be the last Bob Voyage card of, this, of the miniseries. We are in search for Curly's Gold here on the third installment of Bob Voyage. Bobby had gone to the Emerald Isle, the Tartan Plains, and the Paella country and yep. decided pa- and pa- portugal and portugal okay <laughs> land which of I, doors I madeira, is madeira town usa madeira and town. Uh, they're big on doors and tiles so i call them uh what does I call that mean them, they're big on doors <laughs> i call them europe's lows and i don't what think is- they liked it <laughs> europe's lows portugal depot <laughs> they really what do you they're what biggest do you mean art pieces what do you are, mean they're big are, on doors they, I, I they swear to God, them? this is true. They, they have doors. That's true. But they, <laughs> the, the artistry and the beauty of the architecture has a lot to do with the doors. They, they decorate them. They put them in really cool shapes. Oh. They, they have a lot of influence from the Islamic Empire and from the Catholic oh, yeah, empires that came. Yeah, so yeah. this, and, and then they love tiles too. They just love, they love a surface you can clean easily and get through readily. That's the, that's I didn't I can think about, about that. Okay, people. I stand corrected. I am excited to look at more uh, the artistic door artistry that exists in Portugal. That sounds really cool. Okay, I yeah. stand corrected. Thank you, the lows of Europe and all of the other areas that Bobby went to to procure these fantastic pieces of papyrus for us to enjoy. We are in the last installment, so enjoy it while you can. And as I open the last one, I am intrigued, entertained, and just a little bit paranoid of my happiness. And remember uh-huh. out there, if you get an opportunity to be, be paranoid of your happiness. It's the only way to be. I'm open to a nearly lime green card. It's a lime green background. Almost lime green. Just Almost missing it. barely a lime green. It's like a bad lemon green, like a lemon that's been sitting out for like a, like a not ripe lemon green. And although it's still making me crave a key lime pie or, a, or honestly just a limeade looking at it. Cause oh, we're yeah. In, that we're that is these... limeade. Yeah, that's limeade green right there. That's what that is. It really is. And as we're recording this, because I don't know when the hell you're deciding to listen to this out there in podcast reverse USA. It is a hot July afternoon for Bobby and I in the greater New York metro area. So we oh, are yeah. a, a limeade would not suck right now. We're both enjoying a cold drink, but not the same. All right. Col- cold glass it. of holy water for me. And I think a brewski for you. Well, it's cream light. Hmm. It better it's, be. It better be. If it's whole cream, I'm going back in the stocks that you made me, which I had to put in the center of town. So anyways, lime green background. Everything else is a color in white. So there is just it is a just plain paper white. Everything from the decorations around the green to the text I'm about to write uh, or that I'm about to say out loud. The uh, 
That took a while. Decorations around are very much like a middle schoolers or elementary school students sketchbook. And I say that lovingly, not in a uh, mean fashion. There are balloons in different designs, stripes, plain and polka dots. There are rainbows that have not been colored in yet. There are fun sunburst suns. There are hearts and there are stars. All around, there is a person in front of us with fine, short cropped hair pupilless eyes and a <laughs> smile that says, oh, no, I can help you move on Tuesday. And they're wearing a nice crew long sleeve shirt. And above them is the phrase, it's your birthday, daddy, triple dot ellipses. Again, mm-hmm. it's your birthday, daddy, dot, dot, dot. And <laughs> what I also like is some, they're not bonuses, they're part of the card, but it's just going to point it out even further. The One of the balloons, the plain colored balloon, just says color, color with a U. That's how you know it's international. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Yeah. Color in your daddy, <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute. And the top right, top right of the card, there appears to be, I believe it's like an installment or some kind of like um, cover that says, it's a direction to color in and sticker card stickers over. Oh, uh, color in and sticker card stickers overleaf. It says color in and sticker card stickers overleaf. So is that like there are stickers on the inside? I guess we're going to get to that. There's well, like we're going to get to there. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So we've got instructions. We have got a pleasant individual who I'm guessing is a father or as the card tells me is a daddy. Mm-hmm. And we are instructed to color in our daddy here what my first thoughts about this card is it's very presumptuous of you to assume that this gentleman i presume in front of me here in the greeting card is in fact my daddy and this is how my daddy looks now is this close to how my father looks at one time yes i would say that when when i was about the age where i would give this to my father this is pretty close to how my dad's hair was and i don't know if this is exactly what his face was his nose wasn't exactly l-shaped like this dad's but his, yeah. his mouth wasn't a perfect supine half moon <laughs> i don't think no it was not a supine half moon nor was his chin lifted upwards there wasn't an upwards clefted chin <laughs> so there are a few phenotypal differences between this father and how my father looked which i imagine for a young child might come into barbs it might not be great to have a card <laughs> That's like, oh, I'm coloring in this person who's I, I am calling daddy. And that's what I wanted to say. That's why I wanted to get into what the balloon said, Bobby, is because it's saying color in your daddy. But I feel like a child and I'm going to just kind of gloss over the usage of daddy and all that, because this is a I'm guessing this is for a young child's card, mind you. So we're, we're all good there. But it's more like this is your daddy color him in. And it's like. Well, I would be as a young child of like maybe seven or eight or maybe a little younger. No, it's not. And therefore- You're not my father. You're not my father, and I don't feel obligated to color you in. I'm going to go back to drawing cars that I smushed in the backyard with a brick, (laughs) which is a pastime of mine. Did you feel the same way, Bobby, that there was some stolen daddy valor in this card? There was a little bit of me saying- you can't really capture the essence of a father, you know, or a daddy. Not with that you know? attitude. Not with this attitude, no. But <laughs> And also, this doesn't really look like my father, even back in the day. And it looks a little bit like if Doug had a really good run 
like if he just like went to college and like just really found himself like that was that was my immediate thought <laughs> well um, he would have doug, to grow more hair i mean so much yes, more hair. doug funny had early onset baldness um, he did and cargo shorts and he, he wore cargo shorts with a sweater vest and a white t-shirt like i think that'd be a great costume because if you <laughs> saw a person wearing that in real life you just have a lot of cues about what's happening in their wardrobe i feel did skeeter also have no skeeter had a full head of hair right skeeter had like a like a long buzz cut and i think he wore like short parachute pants like parachute culottes yes Uh, yes 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 yeah skeeter was like the cool friend of the two of them whereas like doug needed skeeter around to just not get bullied for always dressing like i'm going on a boat but for the first time and i saw through magazines that this is kind of like how you have to dress it's like hiking on the bottom boat yachting on the top you know just (laughs) either one i'll be set for a hike and a yacht all at once he's the only kid that like is bold enough to wear a sweater vest to school, but has failed so poorly at how to properly wear it. Like, you get a real <laughs> E for effort on that one. Oh, Roger Klutz also kind of had a bit of a... Wait, no, what was his last name? Was It was Roger Klutz. Klotz, yeah, K-L-O-T-Z. Yeah, he dressed like James Dean, like in the... In the it, like, yeah. He just had a leather jacket and jeans. He's our T-Bird, exactly. Um, yeah. He's very much like... He would have fit well if you change him up a little bit in the Beavis and butthead averse. But there's definitely... I mean, it kind of looks punk, but that that also is just baldness if you have a look at it. Take a look <laughs> at Roger Klotz. That's, that's some male pattern baldness going on here. What was the rich girl's name? I forget hers. I'm thinking about uh, it. BB. BB, BB. Right? was the yeah. I think so. My internet is mad at me that I'm looking up Doug characters. It legitimately you can't handle. We need we need more uh, megabytes for that. Yeah, I can't handle the the, the wiki size <laughs> on on that lore universe. I didn't pay for the right internet, so I unfortunately <laughs> don't get all of the hot Doug material, deep lore that I so badly want. It's just like no, not now. But in this card, I thought, okay, it's a little presumptuous to think that you can create the blank daddy. You know, yeah. like, like that this can be imposed on any father figure and be fine. But although I thought giving a youngster a way to like color in a card is like a very cute way to get them to buy a greeting card because, you know, kids will draw on anything. Like, why not give them a surface to do that on? That yeah. doesn't ruin the card. Give them space to do that. I love a mat that I can draw on, whether it be at a restaurant like a Chevy's Fresh Mex when I'm waiting for those fresh tortillas to come out or... <laughs> On a card where I can just have a lot of fun and show my dad how artistically creative I am. And I think that plenty of cards have a interpretation of a father. We've seen it plenty of times, like a older gentleman, maybe with glasses and a fishing pole and a T-shirt that just says beer me on it. But (laughs) a lot of the times it's either... The implication is that this is someone's father and not yours, and that's okay because we're representing fatherhood. Or it could be your dad, but it's often an anthropomorphic animal, like it's a badger wearing the beer me t-shirt, or it's a beaver that's teaching its son how to fish. In this case, this is a man looking straight dead at you in their pupilless eyes like a Greek statue that's demanding a curse, and it's saying, color on your daddy. There's a lot of demands going on here in a very short <laughs> amount of time. There's a lot of pressure. The kind of pressure that a child probably has from like parents that are struggling in their own relationship and they're like, "Come on, have fun. Aren't you having fun?" It's like, "I'd I'd rather maybe we just go back to me on the switch because this is, I like this, this is a darker interpretation of this card than I had seen when I went to the card factory on that fateful day in Edinburgh. This is from Scotland. They didn't mention that card. Well, this there you go. A, That's why it's so dark. It's from, from Scotland. Scotland. There we go. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I don't. I don't think you got the Shuggy Bane of cards, but that would. Oh man, that'd be sad if that was. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Guys, if you read Shuggy Bane, don't interpret that as a card. That gets depressing. I mean more to say, like, the reason why I wonder why this, if this lands or not, is because children know that a, th- oh, how do I say this? Children at a young age, it's not even object permanence. It's more like they are not aware of, like, people not understanding that they only know what something is absolutely based on their life experiences, which is incredibly minimal. And so when you say color in your daddy on a card, I don't even know how many times I've said that in the past 10 minutes. Um, Not not enough according to the ratings that I'm I'm tracking live so far. People are loving it. Keep going. I'll keep the counter going. If we make it to a hundred, we'll, you know, finally get our Patreon wishes, but we'll we'll finally cure a walking cough or what, you know, that was, that's what the telephone is for. (laughs) Yeah. It's, we're finally curing walking cough. It's a shame we couldn't get Casey Kasem to come on and do Shaggy because he's famously dead. But uh, <laughs> I would call him obnoxiously dead. He was like very rude about it. He, oh, he wouldn't shut up about him dying. It was the loudest, unfortunate death. And I was like, like zoinks, Casey. But in this case, you're asking, you're asking a young child to paint this stranger and think it's their father. And I I just can see a child disliking it immediately. Do you get it? You have some cognitive dissonance with this. If you were a kid, you'd say, well, I don't want to color in this strange man saying he's my daddy. That yeah. Right. Okay. That's not dad. I mean, do you feel differently? You think kids just like to color, so they'll just like gloss over it probably? I think that's you were just a very at. advanced child. I think that's what it is. I was a regular child, and you were just leaps and bounds. You already had one of those chemistry sets that on the side, it said, like, don't let your stupid kids touch the acid, but the smart ones are good. You know, like you had one of those chemistry I'd, sets. I'd say so. more of a paranoid child, to be honest, but mm. that's fine. Like, I was just paranoid of things being different, and I didn't like it. Like, if we didn't... I had a certain point in my childhood where if we didn't eat at 12 o'clock for lunch, I would freak out. I was under the inter- interpretation that you had to eat at 12 for lunch there was (laughs) like there was something very british about me at that age or i was just like we have to eat at this time you don't understand that's why they made it noon so that you eat then i think i was comforted by rules (laughs) it's like to Mm. some extent i I obviously broke a bunch but i also some of them were like it was nice to have a routine it's nice to have something to do i don't think you're alone in being a very regimented child i think a lot of children are british until they hit about age 11 and listener if you've got a story about you being a british child uh we would love to hear that too i mean we're just we're just looking for buds we are we're looking for friends and we're looking for friends who used to be a little more british when they were younger how yeah. british were you tell us app greetings pod tell us on the apple podcast when you rate us don't even talk about the podcast just tell us a uh, a situation when you were younger where you were more comforted by regiment than you were by chaos or yeah. by serendipity because everyone thinks kids like to be serendipitous and like, Hey, let's eat ice cream with our feet. And it's like, no kids like sometimes like, Hey, we're eating right now. Kids are like the Dilophosaurus is from the Jurassic period. He can't come in line before the Brachiosaur, which came in the later Jurassic period. If you were anything like me, mom, I just, I don't understand why Dom DeLuise wasn't in land before time. He was in every other Don Bluth movie up until then. Wait, what do you? No, I don't care if he was in Oliver and Company. He should have been in two movies. Why? Why is it hard, so hard for an actor to be in two movies? Why should like, I worry, Mom? Why should I care? I'll tell you why. Because Billy Mom, Joel didn't do shit for Land Before Time. <laughs> Mom, how do I get street savoir faire? How do I get nothing goes and nothing fits? <laughs> they hate me at the Chelsea, and they also hate me at the Ritz. Just a child walking to the Ritz, and everyone goes, "Boo! <laughs> you suck! You suck! Get alive!" Get a dad card. Get with it. Color in your daddy. (laughs) 
<laughs> ah, color in your dad. Hey, that's what New York guys like say across the street when they're almost getting hit by cabs. Hey, color in your fucking daddy over here. <laughs> oh, that's that was originally a Midnight Cowboy, and then they cut it up. I mean, the movie was only ninety minutes. They had to make cuts somewhere. They did. They did. Should I move on to the next? We've got a couple extra pages, so I want to make sure we get all to the yes, to we the have delights. a few. Nothing but goodies here. So the next page after now, hopefully you've done some coloring at this point. You've colored in your daddy, whether it's your daddy or it's your daddy now. So color it in good. Make a good rainbow. And the next page is our. Okay, so it's um kind of a multifaceted page. So on the when you open it initially, there is a true format to the page that I guess we'll get to in a minute, right? Because you've probably taken a photo of that, right, Bobby? Yeah, if you need help describing, I can walk you through. But what we're looking at here is... That's the sticker page, right? Yes. There, there, okay. So there is the actual inlay of the page, which is orange background and the, the white borders, and it says number one, dad. And then laid on top of that is an additional smaller page that has stickers that are meant to go like with the card. Fantastic. Yes, that is what I am looking at. And okay, great. So what we're seeing here is a, yes, we've got it's a, a little confusing. Of, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I know this, this means a lot to you. So I this means, me. oh my God, it's so much to me. Now I feel like I'm at the Ritz and they hate me now. No worries. I was kind of their the pages weren't downloading because my phone is mad at me that I looked up all that good Doug lore. So the pictures that we have available to us here, as, as Bobby described, the stickers available include a, a BBQ, grill, a portable barbecue grill that is kind of like a poke ball in that it is perfectly circular. Gotta mm-hmm. catch them all. The Not often red and green, although I think the great balls were green in color, but I could be wrong about that. We've got a burger that... <laughs> Has a sticker, has like the, one of those little flags on top, you know, like one of those flags that you can put on burgers like a or steak. Yeah, yeah. There's a toothpick that, that can tell you like what style the meat's been cooked. It's just a flag on top of the burger that just says food. <laughs> but I, yeah, understand. I want, I want a hundred thousand of those. I want little flags that say food. I'm gonna stick them in I, everything. You have no idea. You can upcharge me anywhere between five to twenty percent at a restaurant if everything I order for the rest of my life, there's from foie gras to ice cream. All has a sticker on it that says food. Like Pasta a little primavera. You know? Yeah. 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 Just a oxtail stew. Just put a put a flag on it, a toothpick flag that says food. Cause I need to know. And then my Coke comes out and there's neither flag that says food nor drink on it. And I go, What do I what do I do? Well, I don't I don't know. What and then I it? I try to eat the glass and it's just like I'm not having a good time. You didn't warn me. So we got food burger, we've got um, God, what is with these stickers? We've got a, we got a, we got a soccer ball or a football that says sport right on the front of it. Good to know. <laughs> not that sports, that, sport. One sport. Singular. Hey, we know not food. So that's a plus. We have a medal that says number one daddy, which we're going to have to go through the tribunal before we see whether or not that was stolen valor. We've yeah, you got, can't, you can't just put that ranking on there. There's a whole slew of paperwork. You got to fill. Uh, I didn't know you got to be a five-star daddy just because you got your kid a cool card to give to you on father's day. I know Michelin your star daddy. They don't just give yeah. those out. Oh, I didn't know Zagat rate. I didn't know you were the first Zagat rated daddy. Now I guess that's why they call you Zaddy. Zagat daddy. Three cheers for Zagat daddy. We got a drill <laughs> that says DIY. 
<laughs> do it yourself wrong, I guess. <laughs> you could just also have a drill. Uh, you have uh, <laughs> these are. I feel like I, I'm gonna go- keep going through them, but I just want to say I feel like most of these are just like to warn you what's not food. <laughs> this is just like. <laughs> Like, don't eat these. There's a book that says reading. Thanks. Fantastic. That's my favorite. <laughs> There's one that says it's a vinyl record that says music, but it says it twice. So while you're spinning those awesome Natalie and Bruglia songs, you can uh, know <laughs> as it's spinning <laughs> when it says music. You won't be torn by whether or not it's music or food. Uh, there's a watering can. It says gardening. Cool. There is a fizzy beverage thing that says drinks, not food. There is a <laughs> there's a sneaker that says fashion, which okay. And then there is a old timey like millimeter double. What do they call those? Double reel. Oh, camera. double reel. Yeah, yeah, double reel camera that says movies. So, is are the we... golf lobby too getting shut out of Father's Day? Like nowhere, nowhere in sight, which is a big. A bold step, if you ask me, to have not have a golf set in here somewhere. Now, that is interesting that you bring that up, Babs, because we get the majority of our greeting cards from the U.S. of A., the the American spin, as ugly Americans as we are. Mm-hmm. We That's where we get our fodder for this trough is from the American greeting cards. Literally a company that's called American American Greetings. greetings. And... As we've talked about, when anything is dad-related in this country, golf seven times out of ten, I'm going to go out on a limb here, seven times out of ten, is the default sport. But in this case, it was what we call in this country soccer. So do you think that's the trade-off maybe? Like if this was an American card, that would have been just golf clubs and it would have said sport on it or maybe they would have kept it because oh, maybe but soccer but does golf, have a following golf, golf famously scottish you know so i, I couldn't imagine it was a, a blunder i think that this that is was a good done point purposefully that is a good point that it, that is the origins of golf so i just don't know if there is an expectation for like what dad's like because but then again they didn't have a sign a sticker on this card that said being alone you know and that's very dad <laughs> you know they just can't fit everything they didn't have a sticker that says tears of the kingdom for five hours straight <laughs> They didn't have a sticker that says having arguments on Twitter. Telling the same story over (laughs) and over and over again. Complaining about the neighbors enjoying their pool a little too loud, but not doing anything about it. Just complaining to you about it. (laughs) All the things dads like to do. Yes. Dads like. So I guess this is just like covering whatever your dad likes. I feel like food and barbecue are kind of the same thing, though, aren't food, they? Food, barbecue, and drink are you know in the same. Well, well, drink you know. Could I do be like those three things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like it, it, I, I like watering can for like a garden. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Unexpected. That's a nice change of pace. Yeah. Uh, we don't usually see that. Music dad, of course. Dad likes to blast his Huey Lewis in the news when he's trying to help me make a table out like, of all likes the. To scratch those Regina Spector albums, you know. Oh. That's, that's dad's hobby and every time he drills in the wood incorrectly and it causes a massive crack i guess you could say it breaks my heart uh regina specter references from over 10 years ago still fresh as the daisy my sister actually got a regina specter album when we were in ireland so this all kind of comes full full circle uh not scotland but it's the isles and i'll accept it Less full circle and more. We almost made it circle. We horseshoed it. Let's say it like that. We we made like a we made a horseshoe. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. So I would say, as you are coloring your not daddy and you're finding out what your <laughs> not daddy likes, 
You know, these are all the things that dads technically enjoy. Reading, probably something about a submarine or a busted boat. Uh, sports, <laughs> food. And by the way, this, the food is a big old burger, which, you know, got to enjoy those. So find out what your, what your daddy likes. And in fact, if this is your new daddy. So we said before that there might be ire in the young child's heart because this is not their true father. Well, you just hit the lottery there, Jackie Mason, because you, <laughs> which is your name. Named after Jackie Mason, big fan. We, you've got a brand new dad in the card. So what is new dad like? Maybe new dad likes gardening a lot more. Maybe, Maybe he likes empty watering cans or perhaps shoes with no feet in them. Maybe he won't shut up of all the Robert Zemeckis movies, but, but he always forces you to start with Back to the Future. And he goes, you know, he made more movies than that. And your dad goes, I don't know. Maybe a big fan of barbecues with one wheel missing. Maybe he really wants you to watch the 1984 Dune movie with David Lynch. And he's like, you just didn't get it. Sit down again and watch it with me. They barely go into the actual trading of spice. They really don't, but they do... For what they do trade off, they show you what Spice does to you, which I mm. feel like they don't really show in the new dude movie. Mm. It, uh, they not afraid to show that it turns you into a raisin person. Can't have everything. <laughs> the the who, he who controls the spice does not control the uh, g- number one daddy metal. <laughs> so we get to the next page. The page basically that is, I believe, under the stickers. And yes. so when you take the sticker page off you get this wonderful orange border gold starred page i'm guessing this dad has earned the number one daddy medal because there it is on the bottom left alongside a blue wooden border it went through the proper channels so i don't know what to say i mean i guess i'll just tell my father that sorry you know title's taken new daddy gets it and so and oh and this is the page where you would put the stickers because it says hope it's full of your favorite things again favorite spelled with a u and it is and then in the middle it says put your stickers here okay yeah so this is where you would decorate with burgers and drills and albums of the pips on midnight train to georgia uh it's the only song your dad listens to and why would he listen to another one it's a great song and his favorite bottle of just red vermouth served cold and um, <laughs> wet vermouth, because that's another one. They call dry vermouth dry. What about wet vermouth? Yeah, dry um, vermouth is just sand that's colored red. <laughs> and wet vermouth is just is just jello, jello in a bottle. So okay, cool. You know, we're having a lot of fun here on Greetings, a Greeting Card Podcast. We like to razz, but I will say for the rando daddy situation we're dealing with, this is a really fun interactive card. So that's that's some that's something to say. Mm, yeah, I like it. It's it's giving the kids something to do because yeah, when you, when you go to the card store as a kid, it's always like which card do I pick, and they're all you know. They're all basic shapes and numbers, and they're like, happy daddy's day to a real dad, not color me in dad. And it's like, has a beach ball on it. Like, okay, cool. But yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. you know, the kids can play. They could put the drill going into the number one daddy medal, or they could have like the soccer ball going into the record to apologize for that time that you destroyed his only Carly Simon album, which was the only <laughs> album he ever owned. He never bought He said, I've, I've done it. He said, I got music. It's done. Yeah. I mean, don't dream it's over because it is over because you've destroyed his only Carly Simon album. He doesn't even know how to get another one. He's not aware of discogs.com or anything. And I know don't dream it's over is not a song by Carly Simon, but I just wanted to reference it because it's a great song. So if you're thinking about it, 
go buy your dad that album and apologize for the Carly Simon loss. That's gonna that's gonna really hurt him long term. Put Tom the movie- Clancy's the Carly Simon loss. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Tom Clancy's Don't Dream It's Over. The Carly Simon loss available on Apple Minus. He's still technically writing books, just dead right (laughs) his his name is attached to him that is true because it always says like tom clancy's the uh, our lamento confrontation and then on the bottom (laughs) it says with biff haygrave so that's the guy who's writing it written entirely by biff written entirely by biff haygrave (laughs) which is the name of your card daddy that's biff haygrave right there (laughs) He's writing ghost books for Tom Clancy, a man who he, I think he been works dead hard. Since the 80s. Yeah, he works hard at his typewriter that magically can only write Navy stories. <laughs> That's the only thing it knows how to do. You could put the film camera in front of the burger and go, "Oh, now I'm a YouTube influencer that makes a lot of money." <laughs> That's hey, I'm one of the few things that still makes money job wise anymore. <laughs> just put a burger in front of the camera and just go. Gotta, this is what you like. Water right? those movies. I like my movies the way I like my comedy. Sloppy. <laughs> wet humor wet this is this is this is wet content i would consider greetings the greeting card podcast wet content right the way we do this and our preparedness and how we do it i mean i don't want to say that out loud but yeah i i I would agree you don't have to want that to be true but we do have to come face to face with it sometime yeah you do I don't okay. Feel like okay. It. Yeah, it's, Bob, you can do whatever you want. I'm, Thank you. I'll take I'll take the reins on this one, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. I respect you for that. Uh, we'll go to the next page, and that is the last page. That is not the exact uh, ultimate back. The ultimatum uh, end. The uh, ultimate the back. <laughs> That's another uh, Biff Biff Grave. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy's the ultimate back. <laughs> The 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 bikini atoll, 1985. Nothing's going on until we drop a bomb. <laughs> Tom Clancy and Biff Haygrave in The Ultimate Back. <laughs> Why does that also sound like a really bad description for a swimsuit? Like introducing introducing back. introducing by uh Old Navy, the ultimate back. Cover that thing up. It comes in either like a one piece well, it's a one piece for men and women, but the back is completely covered in fabric. Like you are not getting burnt back there. It is like having a shawl on back there. Real thick tethered leather. Oh, fine tanned piece. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't don't get it wet. No, yeah. Someone someone could chop a piece of wood on your back and you'd barely feel it. Like you just it's you're well covered. Grandfathers are cutting switches on that bathing suit to teach the youngsters a lesson. I make my leather swatches here right on the beach. Whatever, grandpa. Can I get a dip and dots? It's the ice cream of the future today. <laughs> it's the ice cream of the future, circa nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> it's bad ice cream because they don't have the real stuff. But if you say the astronauts eat it, kids will eat it. Kids are stupid. Last page, orange background, gold stars on the top and bottom. And then in the middle, the phrase happy birthday in balloon font or, or yeah, yeah, that's what it's called, right? Balloon Bubble font. letters, right? Bubble letters. That's Bubble. it. Balloon font doesn't exist. Bubble letters. <laughs> it says happy birthday. Balloon font. It's just like wingdings. Bubble letters it says happy birthday in green, and then the bottom, not in bubble letters, it says with lots of love and cuddles and kisses. No, this is that's sweet. Yeah, I, it's sweet. I got nothing against that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the we'll just go right to the ultimate back. The ultimate back. Uh, <laughs> this was a signature collection card from Card Factory. It was a pound ninety nine. You're getting a real deal for that because I think oh, even yeah. with the conversion. 
I don't think that breaks three dollars, does it? They're still you know? only paying maybe two forty. Yeah, this nice. is a good deal. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, take that, Brexit. And uh, we're getting our cards on the cheap. And uh, there's a pretty decent paragraph on the bottom of warning for a card. <laughs> and I didn't even notice that. If you could believe it, I didn't even register. That's well, because as Americans, we don't get them. They're just like, here, go to town. We could put a piece of dynamite in this for kids to enjoy. And it says, warning, it is recommended that this card is suitable for ages two and over. It makes sense, given the context. Please retain this information for future reference. <laughs> File this card. <laughs> Please be sure to file this in sections A through K for the year, uh, fiscal year 2022 to 2023. How about I retain the information that I want, greeting card, and I will, and I, you will be. You're neither my daddy nor my card daddy, so you don't have any say in this. Area. You're neither of my daddies. You don't fit either one. Uh, and then please, and then the address, Sportswift LDT, Century House, blah, 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 blah. Yes, thank you, Signature Collection for Card Factory. Wow, this card, you know what I like about it? for it's for a young child and you know again we were japesing and joking and jalopying with the the word usage and the fun stickers but i, I gotta say ultimately this card it, it offers a lot it packs a lot of punches for kids and i bet it's a lot of fun i can showcase all of my dad's interests which include diy projects and some of his more favorite wall of voodoo songs that aren't Mm. Mexican radio and mm. all the books he likes about John Muir and I can just put them all on one card and I can wish him a birthday full of love and cuddles and kisses I think the sympathetic note at the end it, 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 we talk a lot on the show about the landing on the last page yes. and I think this this really stuck the landing well Bobby what are your thoughts same thing I really genuinely think this is a lovely card and the interactive nature of it sent it over the edge because if you have without that it's a perfectly reasonable forgettable card for your fake dad um, <laughs> uh, uh, not your stepdad your fake dad There's a this difference. is fake daddy all right Step, yeah. stepdads are real fathers too they're working they hard. are they yeah. are maybe not yours, but some of them are working hard. We have to say we don't know. Yeah, we're not aware. We, you know, no. y- your your dad could suck. But we're talking about when we talk about fake daddies, we're talking about and fake dads. We're talking about the dads and cards. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. This this father relationship was thrusted upon you, yeah. and a mom card could be right around the corner that we find just like that. So save some room in your heart right here, and yeah. also Car- your brain. Card daddy can only hurt you as much as you allow card daddy to hurt you. Put him right back in the envelope. But I do like this card. I think it's fun and it's uh, it's colorful and it's nice. Yeah. It's got a, it, like you said, it sticks the landing. It's very sweet and sincere. I got no problems with this card. I think this is, in some ways, like an unexpectedly normal end to the Bob Voyage trips that I think we've made on our short journey together through the Emerald Isle and the Scottish Isle, which is what they call themselves. I'm pretty sure the Highlands. Do we want to call it, or is it not? Yeah. Is technically Edinburgh not the Highlands? Is that more like Edinburgh is, is like... not? the highlands but ah, uh but for the sake of us being xenophobic let's say it's all the highlands just because yeah exactly we can they're not going to stop us what are they going to do what's more american than making sweeping generalizations just we're not even trying to be offensive even though it is it's more just like we assume and that's and we're not going to do any work about it i can't no. think of anything more american than that no yes you were and i think you ding-dongs and myself a ding-dong oh bobby a round of applause and a great deal of thanks for providing this many cards for us on his trip this was not only a wedding trip to a friend's wedding in a in was it in espana or portugal i know you went to portugal. the wedding we ended up at was in barcelona barcelona of bar, course. bar 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 bar
Barker Lounger in yeah. Catalonia. Uh, yeah. in Espania. So you were at the wedding in Barker Lounger, and then this was also technically your honeymoon. That's so right. this you went out of your way to find multiple cards during this for this dumb dick show that we do. So thank you, Bobby. It it means the world to me that you thought about this show when you were on a vacation that you could have forgotten that this show was even around. It was my pleasure, Dan. I really mean that. And, and as you know, you know, my wife is lovely. She loves you. Uh, but there were there were moments on this trip where I said, uh, I'm going to go look for a card. And she was like, take as much time as you need. And then a little bit more because we need some alone time. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have it. You know, you don't want to admit it. But that's that's the sign of a healthy vacation is like, you know, like a good 30 to 45 minutes i'm gonna go get a gelato while you go get a card and then i'm gonna take a moment and then i'll come right back that's right it's a nice feeling and for that reason i feel like this card for my rating on the fridge deserves a place of honor because while it's funny in a lot of ways it's also charming in a lot of ways it's also wholesome in a lot of ways and it's also interactive in its main way and I don't know. I like a card that hits all of the notes at once. Also, it's spelling things in a way that we don't normally do. And I think that's fun as well, because sometimes I wonder, wait, why don't we use use more often? Why is ours so cut and dry? So for that reason, this card is going top freezer door to the right wow. so that it will be in eyes okay. view. You know, it probably I, I know to the right makes it seem like I don't want it immediately eyes view, but hopefully we can open it up. We can actually open the card up with the magnets and I can see all the activities that f- fake daddy loves, including yeah. sport ball, including food burger, including DIY drill and fashion sneaks and all the other things that he insists we go to the mall and spend four hours on when I really just want to check out the Spencer Gifts T-shirts. <laughs> Sounds perfectly reasonable. And I, I think I'm going to um, do something very similar. I think this one goes dead center in the fridge, not eye level all the time, but presuming I haven't gotten this card in error and that I am card daddy in this instance that we've created, yeah. I would love to see it. It reminds me that, you know, my card kids are good kids. I love them to death. And they gave me stickers to remind me of the time that I poured my wine into a, uh, a boot and then uh, drank out of it. So that was a good time to remember while I was listening to Elton John's Blue Moves double album, Underrated. Oh, beautiful stuff. Beautiful yeah. stuff. I'm trying to remember the drinking the wine in a boot thing. is I forget. Is that a wedding thing? Or why do people do that again? Is that a wedding thing? No, why do people... There, there's a reason why people do... Is that just a drunk idiot thing to do in a basement? That feels like a dare where it's like, if I win this game of Pong, you got to either like cut off your pinky yeah. or drink from a boot. And like, I guess I'll do the second one because I don't want to lose my... Texas Hold'em scholarship. The last time I saw it, because I had heard of it, Texas Hold'em scholarship. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only way I'm getting into Pepperdine this year is through my Texas. It's <laughs> through my Texas Hold'em scholarship. Marquette I mean, didn't need any more volleyball players, but they said they needed a Texas Hold'em team. I minored in blackjack. I feel like the last time I saw somebody do that was in, I believe it was Scream Five. That was the one where they go to the cabin, right? Like, I've not lit- seen screams. I, the screams I haven't seen, but... so I'll have to take your word for it. I can't prove you wrong. Oh wait, was it the? I've scream- seen one and two, long time oh, ago. Oh boy, I'm really blanking out. I'm trying to even remember if it was. Wait, stay with me, ding dongs. I'm gonna hate myself if I get this wrong. No, it was not Scream Five. I must be thinking of Land a Before diff- Time Five. Wait, am I thinking of a completely different? Because now that I'm thinking about it out loud, I oh, you know what? I think this is actually one of the later tech. That's what it was. This is one of the later Friday the Thirteenth is what I'm thinking of. Oh, it was the remake of Friday the Thirteenth, right? The, yes. the reboot from 2009. Yeah, they, yes. they pour oh, alcohol Lord. 
a shoot the boot. I, why do I remember that so clearly? Ooh, that's what, okay. So you know what I'm thinking about exactly. Yeah. I th- you know what I was watching both of those franchises kind of like one week one, one week the other. So that's why I'm getting that wrong. But yeah, the, the, they played. I think they were playing a game, and the guy was already so drunk and getting stuff wrong, and he drinks a beer out of his sneaker, which yeah. feels. Yeah, that feels 10 times worse, right? I don't know why. Because you're ruining the sneaker, too. Sneakers are not meant to hold that much Merlot. Yes, they're so much more porous. Also, I think it's charming that you think that these high school kids are drinking Merlot (laughs) Merlot. and not just Bush Extra or like like Biff Dark or like (laughs) Shit Light. Biff Haygraves Home One. (laughs) Biff Haygraves Tom Clancy's Beer. And it's just Tom Clancy talking about his favorite beer recipes, but Biff Haygrave is writing it. Hey, I'm Tom Clancy. You might remember me from my submarine novels. Anyways, who likes a Pabst? At this point, Biff Haygrave doesn't know where he starts and Tom Clancy ends. He he, he sometimes he calls himself around his apartment Biff Clancy. <laughs> he wears he wears a he wears a sailor's hat. His partner is worried. They're worried and they're gone. <laughs> so you can be worried from afar. <laughs> And if you want to be worried from afar, <laughs> which you probably already are, then go on ahead and like us at GreetingsPod on Instagram and at GreetingsCast on Twitter or X or whatever we do on there. And please subscribe and like us on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference if you give us a rating, five stars if you like it, or an honest answer. We'll take those as well. And answer with, what, what do we want them to do today? Who Who's your real daddy? Or what's your... Oh. What, what was the Card prompt? Daddy. Card daddy was that the prompt? Or oh no no no! no. When when you, uh, how were you British as a child? I oh yes, like... how Brit? Yes, how British were you as a child? Yes, of course. Sorry for razzing you too hard, British audience, but it's fun. I, I was one of you briefly. You know, I walked among you, and you're just your people, just like us. And I didn't know that, and now I know that. You know what? Give us one of your young child moments, how British you were, and then give us one of your young child moments, how American you were. How often did you dump ketchup on food that didn't need it? Please tell us in the comment for our podcast. Did you ever take something just because someone else had it? How American? <laughs> were you what did you take did you ever speak in a volume that made a lot of people uncomfortable in a tight space where that volume wasn't needed (laughs) did you ever freak out in a grocery store or a toy store not because you didn't get what you wanted but because there were multiple things you wanted and you couldn't decide how to do it and how to get it did your favorite song start playing over the intercom at a store and instead of enjoying it quietly and maybe swaying a little bit you started singing out loud and you weren't drunk you were just singing out loud you're just who you are you're just who you are shine on you I don't want to say crazy diamond. Let's just say diamond. Let's just say card diamonds. Shime on you, you Tom Clancy's diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I wish I was an iguana, but no legs. That's just a snake. Yeah, that's <laughs> well done. It's just a thank you. I was uh, like, is an iguana is a snake with ambition. <laughs> <laughs>